<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. Today is Thursday, October 25th. It is 10.15 p.m. And welcome to another 12 Angry Men pretty pretty super average podcast. Late, um, late start. Yeah, we're getting after a little late today. We're going to get into these power rankings here. Um, Tyler Whitlatch always comes through. Shout out to him. Shout out, Witty. And, uh, yeah, Kirk, you want to take it away? Sure thing, man. We got number one with the second most points in the league by only two points. He's only two points behind. Is hashtag suck my snake general manager Rob Hardy. Stays at one. Uh, Whitlatch says sole one possession. All alone now. Yeah, he is alone. Sole possession of first place, dominating week to week, and his team hasn't hit their stride yet. How long until Julio goes off and gets a touchdown or two every week? Probably not the rest of the season because Steve Sarkeesian can't coach. You think he'll score? He has to. What if he didn't, though? He has the most yards in the league, I think. He's gonna, well, clearly he's going to have a 1,000-yard season. He's already got, like, 700. He, if he's a, the first, like, 1,000-some-yard receiver without a touchdown, they that's, win for that. That's big for me. Also oh, big was for a two-point? Who scored the touchdown? Oh, no, that was a touchdown. That was a tutter. Anyways, number two, all Barkley, no bite, general manager Ian Sutherland. He dropped from first to second with a win. But I respect it because Rob does have... You know, I, I'm not good at math, but he has more points. Than you. I'm not mad at it, but well, Rob has more points by I think like 17. Yeah, Whitledge has some good things. He says all Barkley, all bite. Another week of dominating performances by the goat out of our Penn State. Can anyone stop Saquads and Ian? Uh, I don't like the Penn State jargon there, but we're gonna keep it rolling. I'm, Number three, I, we I'm have... cool with moving the two. Yeah, I mean, I beat Whitlatch on the last drive of the week. Monday night. That was a great to be, battle. To be honest. I said you're a dog for that. Yeah, dude. I was a little fucking nervous. I thought I was cooked. But I, I respect my rival and Rob Hardy moving to the one spot. So I love it. At number three, we have punt, pass, and kick ass. Not eat ass. No, not eat ass. You thought I was going to say eat ass. I did these. not think you were going to say that. You're false. He ain't even in the convo. It is punt, pass, and kick ass. Brandon Malfi, four and three. Officially, the, uh, the dark horse... <laughs> Of Whitlatch. Starting to win. Roster is nasty. If Bell comes back, you could be a favorite. That's if Bell comes back. Belfi has more than 40 points against him than he has for him. Like, he has 40 more points against him than, like, total points against 875, total points for 833, and he has a winning record Strange. somehow. Strange. I mean, I lost to him by one point. That's got to help that cause. Uh, Gruden once said, "We're gonna get to give him matchups. We're gonna so. we're gonna get into the me and Brandon's matchup because that's some fucking horseshit." Number four, punt, pass, and eat ass. Anthony Benice, four straight losses. Big L. Still the most points in the league, but you gotta wonder if the team is motivated and even wants to win. General manager possibly on the hot seat. We got number five, the commissioner himself, dropping one rank. Show me them TDs, Tyler Whitlatch. Another week, another loss. Most points against thus far, though, which is why I think you're still in that five spot. And number six, we have myself. <laughs> he spotted, just noticed this. He said Jared Kirkham. J-A-R-R-E-D. That's crazy. We're going to ignore that. Number six, it is, a reg- is this regression to the mean? He has more points than only four teams. You do? Yeah. We're going to ignore that as well. Number seven, Mr. Rogers. Ooh, that's false. Gage DeCampley. One, is the defending champ going to make a mid-to-late season run at the playoffs? After last week's performance, that may just be the case. At number eight, play with heart. Three and four, 843 to date. This hurts me. 
Yeah, that's tough. I, His I team just continues to underachieve. Could be on the coach, Whitletch says, which is a possibility, Evan. I don't know if you, what kind of managerial mistakes you're making, but your team's good. He's got some hurt guys right now. It's not helping. Number nine, we have Auction Connor, my matchup this week at three and four. He climbed up two ranks. Honestly, he looked at his roster for the first time. It's not that bad, but it sucks Devontae Freeman got hurt. No handcuff. Ouch. Number 10, climbing from the depths of the 12 Angry Men rankings is Giuseppe's Pizza. I love that. General Manager Nate Seppi. Now, he's 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. He's in the mix. He's in the mix. Despite some questionable moves from the GM, the team's winning. Back to 500 with an outside shot of the playoffs. Nate, I believe in you all along, man. Never a doubt. Number 11, Team Matico. Dropping three ranks. Not good. Stringing together a solid losing streak. Need to turn it around ASAP if you want to salvage this year, is what the general manager says. Or uh, the uh, commissioner. And at number 12, the repeat season for my ex-dark horse, Uncle Tino, general manager Brent Monex. 808 points to date. Two and five. Whitlad says, wow, I honestly didn't think you'd be this bad this year. At this point, looks like you might finish in last. Yikes. And Yikes is right. Yikes is right. He has... I mean, he's still in the bottom of the league, point scored-wise. He's more than three other teams, but he also has the most against him, as... Brent does? Yeah, at 9-11, Bush did. He has 9-11 against him? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. That's the most. That's the most in the league. No one else has 900. I have 890. Wait, that says 895. We're the two closest. Well, you can't hate that. I mean, I, you feel bad for Brent because it's not like he doesn't put up numbers. No, I mean he should be better than two and five, but still in as the fourth scoring, like fourth highest scoring team. I don't know how to word that. Yeah, no, I don't from the that. bottom, he's four up. Put it that way. Okay, so he's the he's the eighth worst. <laughs> Dude, you're asking the wrong this guy is, to this do is math. Wait, <laughs> you're asking the he's wrong the guy to do math. Eighth highest scoring team in the league out of okay. twelve. Okay, that's all right. I get that. Not math, guys. Anyways, so it was a pretty interesting week. I want to indulge in real quick. I hate to be selfish about this, but can I please talk about what happened to me in my week of fantasy in week seven? Can I do that? Are you cool with that? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of expected. Okay. So I know this is what uh, – I need to get this off my chest. I put it on Twitter, and, I, and I'm going to say it now, and I know I put it in the group message as well. <sighs> Here we go. Justin Tucker was 222 for 222 and extra point attempts. Now, he's like 130-something in the new field goal attempts from like 30-plus yards. It's not like he barely made like the th- – like he never missed a 30-plus yard field goal for the extra attempts. Like in like 130-some tries or something. I might be lowballing that. I'm down by exactly one point. When he misses that field goal, they don't go to overtime, and I don't get the opportunity for him to kick a game-winning field goal and possibly put me up. Because Joe Mixon and Andy Dalton laid a big, fat, steaming stinker when they were playing against Kansas City. Yeah, before you go on, I mean, you should have lost that by a lot but last I, week. But I didn't. You didn't. That's the thing. You didn't. That's you the didn't. thing. So could have, would have. If that's not funny, in my other league, in Yahoo, which is not important about that, but I feel like I should bring it up anyways, I lost 145 to 146. So in a total of one week, I lost by two total points. Two total points. In two leagues. I mean, at this point, do you think that you're just 
bound for bad luck your whole life. <clears throat> I think so. And you know what? I think we might have a new segment <laughs> called Kirk Thing of the Week. And the fantasy yeah. football week is going to be the Kirk Thing of the Week. I lost by, in two leagues, I lost both by a total of two points. That is the Kirk Thing of the Week. I have the luck of the Irish is not a real thing. I'm completely fucked when it comes I'll, to this. I'll, I'll elect you for the Kirk Thing of the Week. Um, I mean, the loss by one point happens probably more often than you would think. But the fact that it happened how it did, your kicker that has made <clears throat> the best kicker in the league 222 extra points in a row misses, misses an extra point that would have tied your week. Dude, like, that's fucking great. Yeah, and you know that's he would have kicked the game winning field goal. That's what he does. He's Justin <laughs> Tucker, bro. That's great. It only would have been worse if he makes the extra point and then misses the game winner and gets negative points, and I lose that way. That's the only oh, way that that could that have been worse. That also would have been Kirk thing. That could have been worse. Wow. In hindsight. I would have lost either way. Yeah. Yeah. But, Honestly, he would have missed the field goal. You should see that coming. Yeah. We had some heavy hitters this week, man. We had a lot of high-scoring games. Rob, he scored 138. Gage and Anthony were in a, in a game 153 to 128 high-scoring. Ian, you scored 124. Nate scored 135. We had some high, heavy hitters this week in Week 7. I want to go back to our last week predictions. Um, I I think I can quote myself at saying I will put the mortgage on Evan. Um, couldn't have been more wrong. No, you just lost your house, cuz. Nate, Nate blew him out by 42 points. So, Nato, kudos to you. Big week. I'm, Huge I'm week. a believer. I mean, for trading away all your guys. Deion Lewis I mean, having a big game really helps. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. Eric Ebron with six. That was more than Sonny Michelle, who's <laughs> fucked up right now. So, Nate, good trade on your part. So far, man, I'm scared about that, man. I don't know when Sonny Michelle's coming back. Probably not this week. But, uh, I mean, if he doesn't come back, I'm pretty much fucked, I think. Gage had a really good week, uh, giving Manise his fourth straight loss. To, like, if he wasn't at the game this Thursday night, I'd, I would love for him to be here. Just because. Like, nah, he would have bailed. I texted him. He Actually, I called him. He didn't answer. I texted him, said, you want to be on the podcast? And I don't even remember what he said. Actually, I don't think he answered me. He probably didn't. He's in Texas. But. They're I like mean, 12 hours behind. Is Oh, you know what? He had Shepard on his bench with 21. I had Shepard in the other league, too. But Mitch Trubisky had 35. But how do you start Trubisky over Cam Newton? You, you really don't. You don't. You yeah. don't. Well, Trubisky at New England, though, and Cam at Philly. Yeah, I, I guess know. so. I, I would mean, have thought about it. I, I probably would have started Cam, but I would have thought about it. But even if you start those guys, I don't think you win. If you start Shepard over Ridley, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, Manise, you did nothing wrong there managerial-wise. I think half the country would have done the same thing. It's just the fact that, like, you scored a buck 30. That's a good week. Gage went off. Yeah, Gage should have... Gage went off. Odell went off. AJ Green had a good game. Yeah, dude. Odell, he was eating. That's all he was doing was catching pass the entire game. Pat Mahomes is a problem. He's putting up serious numbers. He's the the future, man. I like him. If he didn't fucking sound like Kermit, I'd be, I'd be, I'd own a Pat Mahomes jersey by now. If he didn't sound like Kermit the Frog? Yeah, dude. He sounds like a fucking goon. Yeah, it's not a, it's not good for him. No. Tell you who uh, who went off this week was Kareem Hunt. He had three touchdowns, man. Who's got him, Rob? Rob does. He had 36 points in a game. So, I mean, even like having Randall Freeman, or Royce Freeman, sorry, doing really, really bad for him, like 
36 points out of Kareem Hunt. And he didn't even have 100 yards. No. He was just... He just a scoring machine Kareem last Hunt week. Kareem Hunt is very underappreciated this year on that team. Dude, they have so many weapons. Rob scored 138 points, and he had a guy with zero, six, and nine points. There was a there was a goose egg, yep. a six Cooper, spot. Who led the goose egg? Curse. Curse. Jermaine Curse, who I think – I just clicked on his name and Rob dropped him. <laughs> it says add. <laughs> That's probably a good call, Rob. Rob's that guy. Oh, you don't perform? Fuck you. Sorry, you're out. See He's ya. the Bill Belichick of this league. Yep. Oh, you're not going to perform. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we're, we're just focused on week eight now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, he didn't have anyone on his bench that really went off either. Like, he had a bad bench week. We asked Rob what he thought about, uh, you know, the the week seven performance, and he said, we're just focused on pump pass and kick ass. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he said, we're focused on pump pass and kick ass. So, Rob's moving on. What came last week? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If five and two, he's your leader. So I'm not going to talk too bad about Rob because I'm going to have to eventually see him, and I'm not looking forward in to it. In the one spot, it makes me nervous. What's that? In the one spot, makes me nervous. Wish he wasn't in my division. Yeah. I just like. Uh, I want to take a second point out again how. The West is the powerhouse of this of this league. Yeah, I mean, what's our worst record? Is it three and three and four now? The worst record in the West is two and five, but that's Brad. Okay. He's the only one in the West that has a losing record, though. I'm gonna say this. No, I'm gonna save this. Five next... of the six people in the East have a losing record. There is a team in the West that you cannot sleep on right now. Gage the camp. I'm not saying it right now. I am. I'm not saying it, but, but I'm just saying if there was a person that I maybe I'm gonna pick as some sort of horse that's not light, it would be that one, and it's gonna be coming later on. Gage is a problem. Yeah. He's three, three and one. Finally back to 500, and he is in stride. His play, his team, I was reading it off. He proposed a couple of trades to me today that I didn't go through with. But with a health, healthy team and everybody's there, he's got Tevin Coleman, on Johnson, Pat Mahomes, Odell Beckham, A.J. Green, Greg Kittle, Jer- Jared Cook, and then Mason Crosby, Mason Crosby as his kicker. He's got a good squad. A good squad. Dude, his bench is even good. Yeah. He's got Josh Gordon on his bench. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a backup quarterback. Must be nice. I don't know why he's starting Josh Gordon or sitting Josh Gordon over O.J. Howard. That's a little wild. If anything, you put in Jared Cook, right? If you're going to have a tight end in your flex, you don't put in O.J. Howard, right? Yeah. Who's he at? He's at Chicago. Oh, Cincinnati. I thought he said Chicago. No. Jared Cook's playing Indy. But Oakland's really bad. Jared, Jared Cook's playing Indy, though. Yeah, Indy's but, really bad. Yeah, but uh, Derek Carr's really bad this year. Yeah. He cries. Dude cries after. I don't think he cries. After, but he cried. It's on record. He I cried. I seen the video, like, and, I, and I saw a comment that said, like, he got a bunch of grass and shit in his eyes, and he was just, like, blinking it out. I believe that. I don't think he cried. Yeah. Got I black in my eye, coach. Yeah. I don't think he cried. I think he's tough, man. I think he stinks. I think he's going to be part of the greatest comeback in football history. You heard it here. John Gruden How many might years? be. What's that? How many years? Three. He's there for ten. Three? So you think they're going to be great for seven more years? No. No, I think that in three years they're going to be like a, a, better, like a, a better team. Cool. In three years. Like he's well, gonna... it can't be fucking worse. They just got rid of their two best players. Well, what I'm telling you is. And Amari Cooper's not even that good. How they got a first rounder out of him is bananas I'm telling you that's what i'm saying bananas they have three first round picks right now the season's only halfway done who else can they get rid of they have no more trade chips Derek Carr. he's the only one and if you're saying he's gonna be part of the greatest comeback ever 
can't be. Well, I'm not too in depth with their defense. Or they, like, they, they honestly might not win another game this year. The Raiders? Yeah. Well, that's probably what he wants. That's probably what John Gruden wants. He said, do I really, like, I don't want to win any more games. Up to I have genius. the number one pick of the draft and then two more picks in the first round. Do mm-hmm. you think he doesn't want that? Yeah. I mean, he's setting himself up real well right now. Yeah, man. And, and this is only three picks in the first round for now. He might have. I seen, a, a, a like, a picture the other day that was, like, and for, like, the first entire round of the NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select the Alabama, like, rolling tide, like, Crimson Tide. I said Rolling Tide, but you know what I mean. You meant Roll Tide. I, I meant Roll Tide. You know what I mean. But, like, literally, they might get every pick to the first round. Alabama. It's not going to be good for the rest of the league once. Ooh! What? All right. You remember yeah, this we point. Gotta, we got to pause this. Uh, remember this now. point of the podcast when we talk about, oh, it's on the offense. It was a push. You'll see it on the top ten. It was an, it was a penalty, but DeAndre Hopkins just had a nasty fucking catch, but it was a push-off. It was. It might have made Odell's look bad. And it was behind the head, one-handed, on the tip. Yeah, that was nasty. Under his leg. Through his leg. Jesus Christ, that's an athlete. Let's keep it moving. That was nasty. Holy fuck. I want to go back to scores from week eight or seven. Okay. Oh, dude, that was nasty. Um, So, I... I stole a win from Whitlatch. I had a very bad week. You had 124 points, so. My quarterback had 10. Okay. My flex had 8. I My receivers had a combined 21. You know, not good. Well, 29 with Aguilar. Well, yeah, my flex, my flex had 8. So, basically, if Barkley... I needed 22 from Barkley to win. He scored... He had, I think... 12 going into the last drive of the game. Right. It helps that Minnesota and Zach Ertz also did well. Philip Lindsay had a good game. Like, Ertz your team didn't do bad. Dude, I just, like, I have such a hard time buying in. Yeah, you really do. I Look at the names it. on my team, which make me sick. I'm nervous because, like, I'm winning these games now, but how long is it going to last? Right. I, I don't know. How long is it going to last? Like, you would see my team. Like, I was getting made fun of at the draft. Because everyone said my team was shit. And then, and then that was before my second overall pick got hurt. Who was? McKinnon. Oh, McKinnon yeah. towards ACL before the season started. So. Forgot about that. And then everyone was like, oh, wow, yeah. I, I actually can put Brent on record of saying thanks for donating, Ian. Wow, but, that's, uh, that, that didn't age well, Tino. That, that's, a, that's a really, really bad look for you right about now, Brent, if you listen to these. <laughs> How's it look down there? Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm just like... No, my bench stinks. I got Juju back. Who is that? I don't know. Who's that black guy? Grant. I got Juju back this week. Um, I'm I'm to the point where I'm going to start looking at trades for Des Bryant if someone wants him. Yeah, maybe um, a good, maybe. Yeah, it's gonna cost you. He's don't on, get me wrong. He's on the he's on the he's on the hot seat right because. Now. I did draft him. It's not like I picked him up off waivers. Like he was drafted by me. Not only did you draft him. You draft him 102nd overall when you still had picks. I have the best record in the league. That's true. That's true. So, you didn't. It's not hurt me too bad, is you're it? You're right. You're right. You're 100% right. Holding on to him. You're holding on to Dez for real. Yes. You're going to hold on to him the whole season. Dez um, Bryant. I mean, I feel like I kind of have to die with this fucking choice yeah, now. You're going to die on that hill, huh? I have to. You have to die on that hill. I, I, You know what? I went up there. I took a shit. No toilet paper. What am I going to do? Yep. I'm not going to waddle home. No. I'm going right. to fucking sit there and die. 
You're right. You got to die on that hill. That's tough, yeah. man, because that was the one thing of the draft I think more than anything you were getting roasted for. Because oh, I got cooked for that one. But you know what? It's not as like it's almost as bad. It's not now looking, but hindsight, it's almost as bad as the Lev Bell pick. Well, yeah, hindsight, but not to throw you under the bus, but you also picked a kicker before I picked Des. I picked the kicker the same round. It was round six, I think. And he is the... Oh, now, after that last game, he's the seventh. But up until that last game, he was the second best kicker in the league. What happened? He missed an important extra point. He may have. But he scored me 12, 13, 16, and 10 all at one point like in the league. So far, that's pretty good kicker numbers. Good kicker. So, I had the best kicker, maybe, like when it's all said and done of all time. I drafted him early, but it was also a panic button. I was almost out of time. <laughs> so I had to go for him. He was next on your queue. Yep. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Well, well, before we move on to this coming week, I'm going to stay in week seven for one more second here. Okay. We're, we're throwing something new in here. It's called the stinker of the week. The stinker of the week. Who, who had the worst fantasy football week compared to their projection? Compared to just overall performance, who do you think? Okay, so I'm going to go with who I was claiming for two weeks straight. And I apologize for jinxing you, bud, because I didn't mean to do this to you. But I projected you to be a dark horse because of the points you were scoring. My stinker of the week is Uncle Tino. At 2-5, and five, he scored 94 points. LaShawn McCoy had one yard. I don't know if he got hurt pretty bad, I'm pretty sure, but he had one yard. That Eckler guy had 42 yards, like not a very good game. Golden Tate, not a good game. Kenny Galladay, bad game. You started Arizona's defense. Arizona's defense. Hmm. I don't know who else you had on a bye. Let's see, Pittsburgh's defense. But I'm sure on the waiver wires there was a better team than Arizona's defense who's been atrocious, just completely terrible. Brent, that was a bad week. And I, Matt Pratter, your kicker from Detroit, had the second most points on your team. You were my stinker of the week, Uncle Tino, with 94 points. And I hope you do better next week. How about you? Did I say my beer? Um, I think my stinker of the week, who for the last two weeks has been my dark horse, as, as well as my champion, Evan Hart with 93 points. Mm. Granted, Nate Seppi put together a hell of a week. Behind the Sonny Michelle injury with 135. He beat Evan by like, what is that? 35 plus 7. Beat Evan by 100 or by 42 points. Holy shit. I'm bad at math, but I think you're right. That's an ass kicking. That's an ass kicking. So. Melvin Gordon got hurt. Oh, dude. That's an ass kicking. Javarius Evan Allen. Evan's team's banged up. He's got Lynch on the IR, right? Right. So, I'll be honest. But but he's my stinker of the week because I've I've been on the Ev train for the last two weeks now, and it might be my destination. I might have to hop off. Evan, do you not have a tight end? I'm I'm looking now, and I can't seem to find a tight end on your team that isn't Gage has three. That isn't Jeff Swaim, who it seems you've gotten rid of. Because he's a free agent now, I can't find one tight end on your team. I, what are you? What were you doing? Like, who did you trade away? I, did Evan trade a tight end at one point? Or is he just a waiver wire tight end guy? He had to drop them. Because that's a big position. He, he okay, he has one. Mark. You ever hear this name? Mark Andrews. Who does he play for? 
He plays for the Ravens. It's a good sound. Evan, that's a Evan. You got to figure that tight end position out, man. Because like you're hurting at running back. Whenever they come back, you'll be fine. He had to have dropped one. Yeah, but who though? I don't know. Can we check? No, I don't think we can check. And I'm not going to try to go check because it's probably going to take me forever and be a lot of empty space. But that's definitely two good stinkers. The two lower scoring players of the week, which is kind of a little bit obvious of a choice. But the rest of the games were actually pretty decent. So it's kind of tough not to. Well, I'm I'm picking Evan as my stinker because I put the mortgage on him. Yeah. Like, we, we're both literally on record of saying Evan by a lot. Yeah. And, like, you could you could pick a guy that scored a decent amount of points. Like, like a stinker that we could have, like, been a Manise candidate because it's his fourth straight. Laying another stinker. But he scored 130 points. It's yeah. way more than I scored. Yeah. So, would have beat me. Would have beat me as well. Would have beat most of the league, to be honest. So, it's tough. Who is your... Oh, I don't want to say overachiever, but... Who shocked you the most in a positive way this week? Who shocked me the most in a positive way? This is a no-brainer for me. Uh, I'm not going to pick that one. I'm going to go with Gage DeCampley. That was my second one. Gage DeCampley was, uh, I don't know what his score was before this, but it wasn't positive. I think he was 2-3-1, and three and one, I believe. Yep. He puts up 153 points. I said this earlier. Gage comes out of absolutely nowhere and comes against Manise, who has the most points in the league mind you, and just lays it fucking on him. 153 points. Pat Mahomes goes off. Tevin Coleman, good game. on Johnson finally figures out how to run the football in Detroit. Odell goes off. A.J. Green, good game. Greg Kittle, good game. O.J. Howard, decent. He didn't even need a defense. He only scored one point. So it's it's just really – I keep forgetting as Josh Gordon. Like, what are you doing? Gage's team's scary. <laughs> scary. It's very scary. So I'm, I'm picking Nate, man. Nate really surprised me this week. Uh, I'm trying to think who's on his team. He's got Ebron. I know that. You know who I really like on Nate's team? Who's that? John Brown. Yeah, he he went off last week. I like him. He's like, he was on record saying the other day how he wanted to be the next AB. He wants to be the number one guy. And who who else is the number one guy there? It's not Crabtree. No, it's def. It, well, it's probably Crabtree in like roster wise. I know he's not having a good year. Can't be. I have I, him. I know, but I'm Stinks. saying like, like just like. Name-wise, it's probably Crabtree, they would say, is their number one guy, even though John Brown's definitely having a better year. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying that John Brown's yeah, not as good. I'm yeah, just saying... But that, but do you think Crabtree's the one... Like, who would be the one guy on paper? That's probably the guy, if at the end of the game, they want to throw, like, a fade route to in the end zone. I know, but, like, who is it? Do you think it's Crabtree? Probably. Even though he's not having as good as a year. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like he he's not targeted as much as... Because he probably doesn't get as open as much because he's not as good. John Brown is so fucking fast. Yeah, it's he's, sickening. He's fast. He flies down the field. He's going to be a problem for the Steelers here in, in the future, I think. The well, Steelers have a good secondary. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But, uh, yeah, Nato, proud of you. I, uh, sorry about the having the fantasy app joke. Wasn't That wasn't fair. It was in, it was in good taste. It wasn't good taste, but it wasn't fair. You didn't deserve that. No, you deserved hey, it, you're 3-3. and three. I mean... You have a better record than one, two, three, four, five, that than half the league. You're yep. in the top fifty percent of the league, Nate. Love to see it, bud. Just saying. So keep on keeping on. We're proud of you, dude. All that shit talking we had, and Nate just comes out and starts doing the damn thing. So we got some good matchups coming up during this week, and people are already scoring some points. Uh, oh God. 
Uh, yeah, Manisa already has 28. Amendola threw a touchdown? We missed that. <laughs> That's sick. Dude, I get so fucked every Thursday night. I'm on record. I said this last week. You did. You said it a couple every weeks, Every Thursday night since we started this podcast. Amendola threw a touchdown? I, I have gotten, like, I've started in the hole. That's so fucking funny that you're playing against a receiver that threw a touchdown. That's fucking sickening. Lamar Miller already has 18. It's 13. <clears throat> like, oh, yeah. I can't get a break, dude. Well, that's another good matchup we have coming up. Manise might be able to climb himself out of the slums and kind of level the playing field a little bit this Let, week. Let's, let's pick as, as we go through. In this one, I want us to go out like, I'm not just saying this. Like, I think Manise is going to break out of this four-game losing streak because I'm also on – the huh. highest winning streak in the league at three. Oh, he's wide open. That's Bill good Fuller. for me. That's a great pass for you, bud. Yep, that's good for me. Huh. But I think I still think Manish is going to win this week. Uh, he's got. He doesn't really have anyone on a bye that is important to him. So, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to pick him this week. Who do you got? To to win, like what do you mean? Between me and Manish this week. Between you and Manish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am having a hard time betting against you when that when like it gets weird i'm going with you i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you this week because i have a hard time betting against you you know i fucking really wish you didn't say that no i'm having a hard time betting against you (laughs) i really wish you did i'm picking it so that's uh let's 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 move it on we don't have to go through every team but i was just gonna think about maybe a couple dark horses or we can go down the list you wanna go down the list yeah we got all right so we went with you and manise first we'll go with me and connor next yeah, I'm gonna pick. Oh, let me see the matchup here. <clears throat> um, I tell you what I think. You think Connor, obviously. Nope, I think I'm gonna win. Really? Yep. I think if Gronk plays, you win. That's that's what I'm depending on. I think on. if Gronk doesn't play, you lose. Well, if Gronk doesn't play, I don't have a tight end. So you could be right. You literally don't have another one on your roster. I just picked one up from the from the Jets. Herndon? His name is Herndon. Herndon. I never heard of him, but he scored 14 points last week. So if I can get that out of him this week, I'd be happy if Gronk doesn't play. Uh, I think I'm going to beat Connor only because I have a weird feeling about uh, Adrian Peterson this week. I think he's going to go fucking off. But uh, I, I just, I think Green Bay is going to beat the uh, the Rams, and I think the Rams are going to play good this week. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Connor, and not to be a dick, but. It's going to be led by a strong performance from Mike Evans okay, and Tariq Cohen. Okay, I can see that happening. Both of them. So. Let's move on. Uncle Tino and play with heart. Okay, so we're kind of being biased right now because we can see some scores. And Brent's already mashing Evan because DeAndre Hopkins has two points. But I'm going to go with Brent. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say Brent Monex is going to win this week. Also, we just watched that Will Fuller 70-yard touchdown. Yeah, so, so just we're both picking Brent. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Uh, dude, I've Evan has probably the best player in the NFL right now. It's Adam Thielen. Oh, I was going to say, wait, who? Dude, he is a dog. Yeah. I mean, he's good, but I don't think he's going to be enough to beat Brent this week. He could no. score 30 points. The still rest lose. of Evan's team, he literally doesn't have He's starting Wendell back. Smallwood and Jesse James. and Yeah. I mean, if he had Marshawn Lynch and Melvin Gordon, different story. But Very different. I'll pick Brent again. I'll definitely pick Brandon. I guess that's the tight end that Evan has. I was on week seven when I said that. Jesse James. So we got Nate versus the commissioner. This is going to be a matchup. This is going to be a matchup. But I am going to go with the commissioner. Only because you're starting Ty Montgomery. 
And that's basically the only reason why. Yeah. Ty Montgomery's not good. So. Yeah, I'm going with the commissioner too. And wow, just like earlier tonight when I looked at this matchup, he was starting Breda, but he put in James Conner. So. I said that was going to happen too. Yeah, you did. You did. Because we were wondering why he had wasn't starting Drake, who has 21. Yeah, but how it do you – you you can't start Kenyon Drake over James Conner, Christian McCaffrey, or Mark Ingram. You can't. You can't do it. No. Well – It has to be yeah. on a whim. It has to be like you have a weird feeling. Like You really can't. The only time you start Kenyon Drake over those three guys is when you're like, I don't know, man. I just had a feeling. Matchup-wise, the only one that I maybe would have thought about was Ingram because McCaffrey's McCaffrey. Yep. He's going to score points. Conner's playing Cleveland. Ingram's and... playing Minnesota, but their defense has been struggling, so – We'll see. That would have been the only one I would have thought about. I agree. Gage and Matico. I'm taking Gage. I think Gage is going to win, put together a nice string of wins here. I think here's what's, here's really what's getting me, right? So, Alex Collins is tricky because he can score a decent amount of points if he gets to the red zone, right? They're playing against Carolina, who has a decent defense, but as long as they can get down there, he can score some touchdowns. TJ Yeldon, I think, is going to have a good game. He got Stephon Diggs, Tyler Boyd, who's been like sneak, streaky. Matiko's team's so streaky. So if he puts together a bunch of guys that can do good and like score points, because Tyler Boyd will either score you like five or like 25. So it's crazy. Trey Burton's a dog. With that being said, sure. I still think Gage wins this week, but Matiko, I'm not counting you out. I think you have a chance because your team can put up numbers if all the people are following on the right cylinder. So I'm taking Gage in my blowout of the week. Blowout of the week? Yep. Holy shit. Yep, for sure. And then Rob versus Punt Pass Kick Ass. Another interesting one. Well, Malphi also doesn't first set his lineup. First in the West lineup. versus first in the East, so. Malphi didn't set his lineup yet, so I'm not sure what he's going to do. <laughs> he's got three empty slots. Three empty slots, but <laughs> I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take, just by looking at this, who's his quarterback? Flacco. His flex is probably going to be Robinson. He's going to start Ingram. Also, or Clement. And then the defense is going to be Cincinnati against Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with Rob. I'm going to go with Rob Hardy's going to win this week. Rob's on an off week. He's got Jameis starting, Nick Chubb starting. He's not starting Breeze. He probably should start Breeze. Just saying. Yeah, and he's got Cooper Cup who's still out, right? He's doubtful. Yeah, I don't know, Rob. You're in a, you might be in a bad spot, but I'm picking you to win. He's got Julio on a bye. I'm going to take... Melfi. Okay. Just because I need Rob to lose. All right. I like that. To be good news for you. You're playing with your heart. So, uh, all right. Keep moving forward here. Who you got? Dark Horse. Dark Horse of the league. So I'm picking him. I've said this probably three or four times during this podcast already. Gates to Campley. We're in a trade talk right now, and I just don't know what to do. I'm not going to get into it because it's none of your business. But Gage... Is the dark horse. He's finally hitting his stride. He's 3 3 and 1, and he's scoring fucking points, dude. Points. Gage is putting up numbers. Pat Mahomes is the future of the NFL. Carry on Johnson finally found his stride. If he puts in Josh Gordon, Tevin Coleman's on a bye, but when he comes back, he's got Tevin Coleman instead of that Naheem Hines. AJ Green, Odell, Greg Kittle, OJ Howard, Jared Cook. Josh Gordon on his bench. Like, it's crazy. Stud tight ends. Crazy. I wonder why he did all that with the tight end. It was a good move, but. And guess what, man? When Pat Mahomes, if something happens to him, he's got Aaron Rodgers. Play a Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to give it up to my team. (laughs) So I got to give it to him, man. Gage, he's my dark horse. Gage, watch out for this man. 
because he's climbing through the ranks and he's coming for that ass. How about you? I'm sticking with you. I I think I picked Gage maybe the first week, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I talked about... Oh, what just fucking happened? Just keep it rolling. They're going to see that later on. Holy fuck. Wow, wait to see that Dolphins play. And that dude uh, got crushed also. That was unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Gage uh, just because I think he's definitely going to string some wins together here. His team's good. He's got three of the top ten tight ends just, just kind of hanging out on his roster. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. So uh, I'm going to pick Gage as my dark horse. And as my champion, this league is wide open right now. Yeah. Wide open. So, I'm going to pick... I don't want to pick Evan again. He really let me down. And he's set up for a nice big letdown this week. The entire East is 3-4 and four except for Malphite. Fucking crazy. And <laughs> Malphite doesn't have a positive points ratio. That's so crazy. The East is in shambles. Keep going, though. I want to hear your, I want to hear your champ. My champ, dude, it's so tough. I mean, Rob looks good right now, obviously. Yep. I think Gage is really going to put something together here. Ah, uh, man, my champ. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna slide back. I think I think Benice got his guys that uh had buys out of the way. Okay. That's what that's what's been hurting him. He's had a, like a couple guys on bye weeks these last couple weeks. He's oh, yeah, that's part of the game. So he's got them out of the way. I think he's gonna catch a nice hot streak here after he beats me this week. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him for at least the championship. I don't know who against. All right, I dig that. But at least the championship. I dig that. Now you might be happy that I'm letting you slide again. Because my champions and my dark horses have not been doing very well. Uh, I hate... uh, I'm going to flip a coin really quickly because you might be in the hunt here. Stop. What did I land on? It's a half. No, that's (laughs) top. All right, so here's the thing. I was stuck between Gage to Campley. Because I'm telling you, I think Gage is going to hit a hot streak. This dude has a really good chance of getting like a, a like a bottom end like playoff slot mm. and just fucking dominate and climb on the ranks. So Gage is up there. But the no. way this season has been going. Don't do it to me. The way this season has been going. Every single week I see something crazy happen where like this dude gets a million points scored against him, but he just somehow finds a way to win. Ian Sutherland, sitting right next to me, is my current... I think he's going to be the champion. I think he's at least going to be going to the championship like he said. That's my prediction. I don't want to do it to you because I know I'm bad luck. As much as I appreciate that, I couldn't hate it more. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I think that you've got a really good shot at going the whole way. You're 5-2. and two, You keep scoring points. And don't sleep on the fact that you get a lot of points scored against you. Like, you're winning. You're 5-2. and two, And you have a lot of points scored against you. I think the most in the league, second most in the league, by five points... Third, I think, by five points. Whitlatch has more. Whitlatch is the only one that has more. Brent has more. Oh, God. Poor Brent. Okay, so yeah, but like relevant teams. You you get a lot of points scored against you, and you're still winning games, and you're five and two. I'm picking you to go the whole way. I hate that. I'm going to lose by one point this week. I hope so. I hope you know what it feels like, because I did it twice in one fucking week. It's Never terrible. Good. Never good. Well, everyone... 
You heard it here. You heard what we think. If um, you would honestly, whoever listens to this, if you want to be a guest, we can even phone you. Um, we've been trying to get Manise ever since he was putting together those big weeks, but uh, I think he's officially worn out his welcome. So if you want to be a guest on here, we've had the commissioner. We've had Rob Hardy, who is first place of the league. Um, even as a phone call guest, if you want to say your piece on the podcast, we'd love to have you. So, um, me and Kirk are going to play you out here. If this was a long one, we apologize. We had a lot to, lot to cover. Pretty long-winded, but it is what it and, is. And, uh, as always, cheers. She said I don't spend time like I really should. She said she don't know me anymore. She hates me deep down, I know she does, she wants to erase me.